Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. I will first briefly take you through our presentation, and then all my colleagues in Group Executive Management are with me to take your questions. Turning to slide two, the key message of today is that we now finally see increasing order intake and order backlog, as we have expected based on indications and messages from our customers, and this is across the board. Also, 50% of the order intake is in customer services, which we find especially positive. The lower revenue in the first quarter compared to last year was also as expected, and it's satisfying that the contribution ratio is higher than last year due to improved order execution. Also satisfying that our EBIT ratio is within our full year guidance, and we have a satisfactory cash flow of 349 million Danish kroner. There have been limited currency effects as we have no transactional currency exposure. And finally, our balance sheet has become even stronger. The last message on the, first, on the second slide is our new graphical profile supporting our branding of being one source, supplying all the needed products and solutions for our customers. In slide three, generally we have for some time seen optimism among our customers and now it is finally resulting in increasing investment activity. Global economic growth is now returning in all important markets, especially in minerals, where the proposed activity is high in coal, copper, gold, and phosphates, which all are key minerals to Applesmith. And this is confirmed by orders into the second quarter. In cement, the proposal activity is strongest in India, Indonesia, South America, and North Africa. And the customer service order intake is up 200% from last year. In slide four, the full year guidance for 2010 is unchanged, which means a revenue of 19 to 20 billion, and most of it is already in the backlog, so we do not see this under threat. Also, the EBIT ratio guidance of 8 to 9% is maintained and actually delivered in the first quarter. And most importantly, the order intake will be above 2009 level, as already clearly demonstrated in the first quarter. Slide five. Revenue was down 13% as expected due to low order backlog at the beginning of the year and also some deferred revenue. And it's very positive that the contribution ratio is increasing due to improved order execution and finalization of products. Thereby, the gross profit is only down by 8% in spite of the revenue dropping 13%. Slide six, the SDNA is up 2% due to currency effects and acquisitions. Also, the SDNA ratio is higher due to increasing proposal and sales activity in the first quarter, which is 
adding to the costs and order intake now, but will deliver revenue later. This, of course, temporarily reduces our EBIT ratio, but it is still within our target range, and we believe it will continue to be so. Next slide, seven. The best news of today is the increasing order intake and backlog, where the order intake is up by 67% compared to last year, and it has now been increasing for three consecutive quarters, and in this quarter actually it took a jump to the 5.2 billion. The order backlog is up 8%, which is even more positive. Uh, this is the first time that we've broken this curve and constant drops through five consecutive quarters. Also, our book-to-bill ratio is now again above one, meaning that we have more than one year's revenue in the backlog. The orders on hold is, still amounts to approximately $2.5 billion, but it is developing positively. Next slide, eight. Both our cash flow and our working capital will always fluctuate considerably between quarters. But the important thing is that we have a strong cash flow generation and a low working capital. 349 million in cash flow and 262 in working capital. And thereby, we also have, as illustrated in slide nine, a continuously stronger financial platform. Now with our equity ratio of 33% with equity of 7.2 billion increased further. We still have no net debt. On the contrary, we have a deposit for the group of 1.4 billion, which we will, as the first priority, use for both organic and uh, acquisitive uh, growth. Next slide. In cements, we have actually doubled our order intake compared to last year, and as expected, the revenue is down by 18% due to the lower backlog at the beginning of the year. But again, the contribution ratio has increased due to the execution. The EBIT is down with the revenue, and finally, due to the reductions in staff during the crisis last year, the number of employees is down approximately 10%. Slide 11, we see market activity slowly improving, but financing is still an issue for a number of customers, and also we see continue to see price competition. This is of course, illustrating that the consequences of the global financial crisis do not disappear overnight. For instance, the market price will continue to be defined by the competitor who, as the last, will fill his order book. But as from now, we believe the development will be positive. And we do see some good opportunities, especially in India, where we also, so far this year, have taken a 100% market share of new cement pyrolytes. Also opportunities 
as mentioned in Indonesia, South America, and North of Africa. Next slide, 12. The same picture in cement as at group level. The order intake up in three consecutive quarters, now with a jump, and the backlog up 10% for the first time after dropping five consecutive quarters. Next slide, 13. The positive development in cement investments and thereby our order intake confirms our positive market expectations, which are completely unchanged compared to the last quarter. Then turning to minerals in slide 14, we see a similar pattern. Order intake finally up 37%. The contribution ratio increased. The revenue down, but relatively less than in cement. And the EBIT down also relatively less than in cement. The same goes for the number of employees reduced by 1% as minerals were hit later by the crisis than cement. Next slide. The business environment in minerals is getting more positive. The market activity continues to improve for both product and customer services, and every change that we see is now in the right direction. Again, we experience interest in system solutions, but even more so uh, what we call our concept of islands, where we combine two to three products to unique solutions for the customers. But on comparable products, we see, as in cement, still a price competition as a consequence of the crisis of last year. We see special potential, as already mentioned, in some of the minerals that are all top priorities and strongholds for Ethel Smith. Slide 16, the announced orders in minerals this year clearly illustrates the, illustrate the hot minerals and it also documents the positive jump with year-to-date announcements of two and a half billion Danish kroner. And the same pattern, order intake up for the third time, and finally also for the, the case for the backlog of 6% after drop in five consecutive quarters. Slide 17 illustrates the distribution of the total order intake in minerals in the first quarter, shows that our traditional activities in communication are now only about 10%, whereas separation that we bought with TLMB in 2007 is now one-fourth of the order intake, and the same is the case for materials handling, where we have expanded most recently. By type of mineral, copper and coal are respectively 14 and 17 percent, and phosphates are included in the category other here. In next slide, our mining cabinet expectations are, for instance, supported by the raw materials group in Stockholm, who has investigated approximately 3,000 specific products, of which less than 1,000 contribute with more than 400 billion dollars to the market. They're ranging from concept phase to actual construction. And already this year, it illustrates that the 
services is a good story for Apple Smith. And one of the reasons being the increasing operation and maintenance activities where we now hold an order backlog of more than two billion in cement and minerals will follow so far with half a billion in the backlog. Generally, customer services account for 50% of the group order intake in the quarter and we see that incidentally it is now slowly returning to normal activity level whereas it in minerals is validating the trend of increasing investments. Next slide. Customer services revenue is temporarily down in cement but already increasing in minerals with 3%. The positive development is demonstrated in the order intake of 164% in cement and with about one third in minerals. Finally, temperate, which is still having a relatively weak market condition, also with aggressive competition. However, the revenue is now unchanged compared to last year, and the contribution ratio is actually higher due to a better product mix. But the evidence is still negative due to seasonality of low revenue, and we are adjusting the number of employees in line with the market fluctuations down 8%. The latest development is that we have introduced a new organizational structure getting us closer to the customers and we expect to see positive consequences of this in the coming quarters. With that, we have come to the guidance for this year, which we at this basis maintain completely unchanged, both for the group and the segments, and the most important fact that the Order intake is increasing compared to last year, as already demonstrated. So, in conclusion, on slide 23, the, our customers are back the, with an increasing order intake, and now for the first time since 2008, also again a build-up of the backlog. At the same time, our asset light business model continues to secure satisfactory results meeting our, objecti our objectives and therefore our full year guidance maintained. Supported, for instance, by new opportunities as a breakthrough in operation and maintenance contracts, which is becoming increasingly interest interesting, and finally a stronger and stronger balance sheet voting well for the coming quarter. And with that, We'll be ready to take your questions. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We will now begin the question and answer session. If you have a question, please press star, then one on your touchdown phone. If you wish to be removed from the queue, please press the hash key. Your questions will be queued in the order that they are received. Lars home from Carnegie is online with a question. Uh, yes, this is Lars from uh, Carnegie. Congratulations with uh, what I think are excellent Q1 results. I, I do have a few questions. 
uh, one goes to the headcount going forward because uh, now you have kept it uh, quite stable, but you also indicated, Jan, that the headcount tends to reflect uh, more the order intake than, than, than maybe uh, the, the revenue. So how do you see that in the coming quarters? A second question is on the gross margins. Uh, you mentioned that in Q1 uh, they were actually up. Uh, how do you see that uh, for the full year? Do you see them higher or in line or lower than last year? And uh, then a question on uh, the order intake we have seen in minerals in Q2, because just from your announced orders you are going to have your, your second best quarter ever. Uh, does that reflect a ketchup effect or, I mean, it's of course volatile, but, but, but it's more, a, what should we call it, an underlying normalized sustainable level? Thank you. Regarding the headcount, uh, we were acting uh, very early in January last year, uh, reducing our headcount, um, uh, you could say, ahead of the crisis uh, really hitting us. Um, and, and now we are, we are seeing the, the opposite development. We see uh, around the corner uh, growth uh, in our industries, and therefore um, uh, you could say that our, our headcount uh, is, is higher than what the, the turnover would uh, indicate. But we believe it's a, it's a good investment to, to start out the first quarter with slightly higher SDNAs and, and maintaining a headcount now because... Uh, this is just uh, sort of uh, influencing the uh, key figures for about a quarter, but it is uh, it means that we are well prepared for the uh, for the upswing in the coming quarters. Regarding the uh, announced orders, yes, um, we have had a very positive order intake in the first quarter, and and uh, as you've noticed, we have continued into the second quarter with a, a considerable number of of announcements. Um, what the consequence of that will be, uh, you will have to wait until you see our, our second quarter report, uh, I'm afraid. I hope that answered your questions. Uh, it didn't because you didn't answer the one with the cross margin. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. it did. Well, um, the cross margin uh, is, um, is reflecting um, the, the fact that we have... Um, uh, what we have in the backlog today, and uh, as I mentioned before, the, the cost level that we are operating with uh, at the moment. And um, we have, in during the last uh, year or so, we've only seen a positive development uh, in our gross margin. We'll have to accept uh, fluctuations over the quarters, but the, the longer-term development, uh, we, we see no negative signs. Okay, so, so in other words, your better execution is fully able to offset uh, what you're seeing in, in terms of negative pricing? Uh, today, our backlog is reflecting a combination of uh, the best margins that we obtained in 2008 and somewhat uh, slightly weaker margins, uh, margins in, in 2009. And now, uh, putting the crisis behind us, we'll see margins uh, increase again. So what we're operating with is an average of all these uh, factors, and, and uh, what we've tried to, to guide is the, the combination of that is uh, uh, reflected in our guidance for the EBIT. I think that's as close as I can get to it. Oh, okay. 
But you said b b before the long-term trend was positive, also going through 2010. Yes, we have not seen a negative development. Excellent. Thank you very much. Welcome. Christian Nostrup from the Jiska Bank is online with a question. Yes, Christian Nostrup from Jiska Bank. Uh, a question on your orders. Has the level of orders uh, in Q1 surprised you uh, in any direction, and, and do you expect the sales to increase uh, in the remaining quarters? I, I know you report that investments are gradually coming back. We have uh, expected that the orders would return this year, um, only we couldn't tell uh, exactly which quarter. And uh, now it's there, uh, and, and uh, we, uh, as I said, we couldn't tell whether it would be the first or the third quarter. So we, we have been uh, a bit positively surprised about the return of the market so far, and that's uh, that's uh, primarily in minerals, but it is in, in both our segments. Okay, thank you. And then uh, relating to currency effects, you report uh, about a 2% effect in, in Q1. What, what was your assumption for the 2010 as a whole? Uh, was that a, a neutral? We, we, we have not uh, disclosed that. Okay. So you can't make it in. So, so you cannot make out if it's fair to say that minerals in Q1 are more behind the curve than, than usual, the underlying results? No. No? Okay, thanks. Kenneth Leiling from the Danske Bank is online with a question. Um, yes, thank you. Kenneth Leiling here. A couple of questions, if I, if I may. Uh, first of all, um, can I ask you how, how do you look at the um, if you if you take the minerals division, the orders that where you haven't sent out press releases they were around 1.6 billion. Do you see those uh, should we call them smaller orders as sort of a um, a one-off thing or is it a do you think it's sort of a uh, people building up inventory again or do you see it as a sort of a, a normal level if you could comment on those unannounced orders. And then secondly, if you could, um, I see in your, in your balance sheet that your provision level has gone up about 150 million versus at NQ4. Could you comment on how that impacted your number here in this quarter, uh, what divisions and in what line? Thanks. Regarding the uh, uh, amount of smaller orders, uh, there's, of course, uh, one uh, trend you could say in the sense that uh, we we work systematically towards an increase in, in customer services, and part of that is uh, uh, smaller orders that will not be announced. So, so that is um, that is one of the factors in the uh, unannounced orders. Generally, it can fluctuate a lot between quarters. So I don't think I can point to other general developments uh, in this connection. Regarding the provisions, yeah, um, I mean, there, there are no special uh, items in, either in cement or, or minerals, so it's, uh, it's really spread out. Okay, but um, it's a rather high increase, so is it, um, is it individual projects that are perhaps um, not going the way they should, or if you could sort of comment on, on, on the increase level, um, sort of what it's related to? No, it, 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 it's not really uh, projects uh, going wrong or anything like that. It's, uh, it's, it's just uh, some um, very small items. No, no one in particular. Okay. 
but is that a level that will continue going forward in the coming quarters, or should we consider it as sort of a one-off high level, or how would you sort of interpret it? Well, we, we are not guiding specifically on, on that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, thanks a lot. Zhang from Ixan is online with a question. Uh, hi, uh, good afternoon, Mr. Rasmussen. Um, I have two questions, if I may. Uh, the first question um, is, a, is a, um, actually a follow-up on the mineral division revenue. Um, how does it compare to your internal expectation at the moment? Because of what we understand that the underlying trend is actually uh, declining 15% year on year. And uh, I think probably that explains uh, the somewhat below par and margin evolution in that segment. And uh, do you really think uh, uh, there will be some catch-up in, in, in revenue in Q2, Q3, and, uh, and uh, what will be also uh, the kind of margin impact uh, specifically uh, in the mineral segment uh, at the end of this year? And uh, the, the, the second question is uh, basically what we understand is uh, you mentioned that the SG&A uh, uh, expenses has been uh, uh, kind of under-absorbed um, as a uh, proposal activities are picking up today. Um, and do, when do you think we should uh, um, start to see the kind of more benefit coming from the more uh, proposal activities and the, uh, we can start to see more uh, full uh, absorption of uh, fixed costs or SG&A? Is it going to happen uh, in 2010 or not at all? Uh, if I can start out with the general aspect of the SGNA and then Chris and Epson will, will uh, return uh, on the minerals. Uh, the, the general aspect is that uh, we, we've uh, had slightly, relatively higher SGNAs in the first quarter because we have um, allocated resources to proposals uh, and it has not been absorbed in, in execution of, of projects. We see this as a sort of investment uh, in the coming quarters and you should generally expect that the uh, uh, the backlog that we are getting is is typically to 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 uh, give benefits the following year so that we are sort of um, um, having the expenditure of the SGNAs now uh, and we'll primarily have the benefits uh, from executing the backlog uh, in 2011 that is sort of the, the general uh, picture and that's where you'll see the the full absorption uh, regarding the minerals yeah, you had a question concerning the revenue in Q1 versus Q9, I believe, and uh, to that, I mean, the, the, the main reason for that is, of course, the, uh, the, uh, the bookings in 2009, and thereby a lower backlog uh, entering uh, 2010, and that's that a few of the uh, projects that was mentioned before that, that's on hold. But the revenue Q1, as realized, uh, did indeed uh, meet our expectations. Uh, sorry, sorry, can you say that again? And uh, you, you said that didn't uh, meet your expectation. That, that's what you said. The revenue, yeah. It did. Okay. It did. It did. It did. Sorry. It did meet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Jacob Peterson from Seed Bank is online with a question. Uh, yeah. Hi, gentlemen. Congratulations on a fine result. Um, I have a couple of questions. Um, first of all, uh, you still have about 2.5 billion of orders uh, on hold. Um, should we expect these orders to, to slowly drift into your uh, order backlog during the year? Yes, they are. They are in the backlog. 
you should expect them to be uh, taken off the list, uh, being on hold, and, and uh, returned to execution. That, that will gradually happen. Uh, there have been no changes in the magnitude uh, since the last, but there's a positive development on several of them. Okay. Um, second question. You're talking yourself of a, of a, um, a strong balance sheet. Um, what should we expect acquisition-wise in, in, in the coming quarters? Uh, do you have your eye on anything interesting? Yes, we have uh, we have eyes on on uh, interesting uh, targets, and, and we have uh, done a systematic effort to to uh, identify potential targets. Uh, we haven't executed uh, any uh, so far this year, and and as you know, it it requires uh, two parties uh, an agreement, and and therefore it's uh, very difficult to predict uh, if and when it's going to happen. But uh, it's on the, the wish list, and yes, we are systematically pursuing it. So, so we actually should expect something in, 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 in 2010? That's likely. Okay. Um, then then uh, another question on your execution capabilities in minerals. Um, for, the, for the past uh, years, you, you've had a very, very strong execution in, in your cement business. Now, in the coming years, we, I expect we're going to have to see the, the minerals business becoming a, 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 an increasing larger size of, of your um, uh, of your business, um, how do you view your execution capabilities in minerals? The uh, the uh, execution capabilities in minerals is, is no different from what we have in, uh, in on the cement side. Uh, we are pulling from the same organization. We are applying the same uh, same models in terms of uh, execution and sales. So so there shouldn't be no difference. Okay, okay, that's comforting. Um, last question. Um, and actually a follow-up on, on the ketchup effect of, of orders. Um, we, we have seen a, a very large part of orders here, here in, in, in the recent weeks. Um, is that a ketchup effect or some pinned-up dem demand um, from, from, from the financial problems uh, in 2009? Um, do you see that effect in, 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 in the uh, magnificent order intake you've had in, in, in the past weeks? I, uh, I'll refer to what we've said uh, for the last couple of quarters, uh, the fact that we were actually uh, entertaining quite a big uh, proposal backlog. Uh, the fact that uh, some of that backlog is now being turned into uh, real contracts, I believe it's a sign of the fact that our, that our customers are regaining confidence in the, uh, in the future demand. And uh, it should also be added that some of the contracts that has been announced recently is uh, is supported by the fact that uh, certain miners have now access to funding, which, is, uh, which has moved some of these projects into effective contracts. So I don't think I wouldn't call it a catch-up effect. Uh, I'll just say uh, that, that we are, it, it's a sign of the fact that the mine is starting to reach up, and our customers are, are more positive, and the overall sentiment is, is moving up. Uh, that's what we have seen. Okay, and, and, and by that you're also saying that your proposal backlog is uh, still very, uh, very large. Yes, that is correct. Great. Thanks very much. Torsten Beck with LD Invest Markets is online with a question. Yes, hello, it's Torsten Beck here. Um, just a few follow-ups, actually. Um, of First one is on cement. Um, you're stating that you you're still calculating on on 50 million 
tons of, of capacity going into the market uh, this year. Um, are you calculating anything uh, coming in from uh, Russia apart from the the one you've you've indicated that you're going to get uh, earlier uh, on, um, or put it more 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 specifically, when is Russia coming back into gear? Um, is that still 2011-12 thing, or, or is 2010 uh, the second half a, a good guess? Um, and secondly, on the uh, uh, mineral side, um, if you look at the supply side uh, situation today compared with the uh, supply side situation ahead of the, the previous boom in, in 07, 08, uh, how do you see the supply side um, at, the, at this time? That was my two questions. Regarding uh, cement, um, the, uh, in the 50 million tons, um, we, we don't specify exactly, but, but I can say as much as Australia 
will float back to the mining industry and being reinvested in, in exploration, for instance, which should actually improve capital investments going forward. So I think that it's a plus minus, and nobody at this point in time can determine what the overall effect is going to be. Okay, thank you very much. Klaus Kell from Night Credit is online with a question. Yes, hello, uh, Klaus Kiel. Um I have uh, two questions. Um, first of all, could you give some uh, overall comments about what you expect uh, in the second half of the year for cement in terms of order intake or contract negotiations? Um, and the reason why I'm asking is that there seems to be a lot of rumors all the time about the new uh, cement um, contracts in especially South America and, uh, and Indonesia. And secondly, um, you state that the uh, currency impact in Q1 is rather limited from a um, from a transaction point of view. But could you try to uh, elaborate a bit on what the, the translation effect could be in the last uh, nine months of 2010, assuming that uh, the currencies they stay around the same level as we see today? And that. The last question primarily uh, is uh, related to minerals. Regarding the uh, cement market, uh, generally we uh, expect, as we illustrated in a diagram, a slow return to to what we consider the sustainable level, 60, 75 million tons per year. Uh, so you could see as from now and, and up to uh, a year or two from now, we, we would expect a gradual uh, development towards that, and, and the second half will be part of that uh, development. Uh, so no dramatic uh, changes, but local um, possibilities, and as we've said, yes, uh, there are specific plants in, in Indonesia, yes, there are specific plants in, in Latin America, especially in, in Brazil due to the upcoming uh, sports events of the Olympic Games and the FIFA World Cup. Regarding but, the current, but when, when should they order a cement plant from you in order to be yeah up and running? Uh, we we would recommend as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, it's not it's not our call. Mm -hmm. uh, then on the currency side, uh, I mean uh, it is correct that uh, transaction wise we we hitch, so there's sort of no benefit uh, right now from uh, from the increase in most uh, currencies. But on the translation side. Um, it is correct that most of minerals is is really uh, making profit in the countries in which there are raw materials in the ground. And as you know, most of these currencies have gone up compared to last year. So all other things being equal, there will be a positive benefit, uh, which um, I will not quantify today, but uh, I'm sure you can do some mathematical calculations uh, based on um, on the revenue in, in, in minerals and uh, and then come up with some sort of number. Okay, could could you give us any uh, indication on what kind of uh, currencies you have assumed in your budget for 2010? Uh, no, I, I, I cannot. Okay, thank you. Big Fredrickson from ABG is online with a question. Hello, people listening here. Uh, a couple of questions. Uh, first of all, 
regarding, uh, you mentioned the two and a half uh, billion you have in the backlog, which should come back. Uh, how should we look at that when it comes to your guidance? Have you taken into some of that into account for this year, or is that too early? And, and then secondly, the oration maintenance contract has done extremely well lately. Could you give us some kind of indication about the level uh, regarding new contracts negotiation you have are looking at right now? Thank you. Regarding the projects on hold, uh, we have in our expectations assume a percentage of this coming back, uh, but but we we wouldn't want to disclose uh, exactly uh, our expectations there. So so uh, so you can't sort of uh, calculate uh, what the consequence will be. But we'll we'll inform you if it uh, in any way changes our our guidance. And so far that is not the case. But regarding the O and M uh, potential. Then uh, I can say that, uh, well, it's correct that we have uh, had a very good start on this uh, new business uh, concept, both in, uh, in cement and, and in minerals. And uh, we have an interesting uh, pipeline of uh, potential uh, new orders. Our plans are running well, and this is actually the best reference. So uh, there will be more in the future, but timing is difficult to say. Thank you. Daniel Patterson from SCB and Skilled is online with a question. Hi there, Daniel Patterson. Um, a few questions. Uh, first two on sort of the accounting things. Uh, your financials, net financials, negative 17 million, uh, despite more than a billion in, in net cash. I'm just thinking, should we not expect sooner or later that your net financials uh, would turn positive, or, or what's the dynamic here? Well, well, sooner or later, they, they will have to turn positive, but, uh, but uh, right now, it, it is really uh, the adjustment to the mark-to-market on the, on the hedging contracts that uh, puts in, in negative territory. So, um, so as long as we are exposed to, to, to that trend, then, um, then it will be negative, but of course, longer term, it, it will be positive. All right, thanks. Um, second thing is in the backlog in cement. Um, the backlog increased by more than a billion, and when I look at it, I look at the order intake and then look at the revenue, there is a very large discrepancy here in the, in the implied backlog and the backlog that you report. The discrepancy is, is $786 million, um, that the backlog is higher than you know, the implied backlog would be. This is the biggest discrepancy in any quarter since 2003. Uh, what's going on here? Is this also just pure FX revaluation of the orders in cement, or what's this? Yes, it is pure currency. Okay. Uh, once again, we have currencies in 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 a lot of the countries where um, well, it's gone up. So um, so that's that's good for us. It's also good for the revenue. Of course. Um, okay. Then a couple of other questions more on on, on sort of the outlook on cement. Um, Sinoma. There's a lot of talk at at the moment on whether or not China will slow down and what's going to happen there. And I don't really want to comment, you know, or, you know, your forecast on this, but how are you seeing Sinoma acting right now? You're saying that there's price competition, but are they just getting increasingly fierce, uh, uh, you know, in, in abroad, or how is Sinoma acting out there in the market right now? Well, uh, we, we uh, usually don't like to, to comment too detail on, on the, the specific competitors, but... but uh, it's true that the, the, the Chinese are in cement still our, our main competitor and their uh, actions uh, in the marketplace is um, no different today uh, from what we 
old half a year ago. Okay. So, okay. Uh, and then on minnows, I, I guess it's a similar sort of question. Here we have, I think, more more competitors, and we know that some of them specifically have been fairly aggressive. You you mentioned in your pre presentation that uh, you think price pressure should ease. Have you seen anything to this liking, or is this just a pure fact of you know economic recovery? No, I think what the re what the report just uh, talked about was that the uh, the uh, price level in the minerals business has not eaten uh, compared to the previous quarters. So we have seen no change in the overall uh, competitive environment when it comes to pricing. So some of your competitors are still very aggressive on on pricing. Yep. All right. As as I mentioned, uh, this is of course a consequence that will will take some time uh, to to recover after the crisis because uh, you'd say that it's the, the the last competitor to fill the order book that defines the market price. Sure. All right. Thank you. Kenneth Lyling from the Danske Bank is back online with a question. Um, yes. Thanks, Kenneth. Yeah, just a follow up. I was just um, actually curious on the in the minerals business, uh, your view as to the 25% gross margin that you reported in the first quarter. I mean, is this a, a level that is sort of sustainable in that business, or how do you actually look at that level of um, of gross margin? And then, uh, just secondly, in the um, in the cement business, if you could comment a bit about the um, the fixed cost increase in that business or the sales and admin cost going up, should we call it 12-13% despite the number of employees going down 10%. Just sort of the, the clear rationale for, for that, that would be helpful. Thanks a lot. With respect to the gross margin in, in minerals, it, uh, it, it fluctuates every quarter, as you can see, going, going back in time. Uh, and it has all something to do with the overall sales mix that runs through the top line. and. Uh, but the, uh, the the current margin is is, is one of higher compared to uh, well if you go back in the, in 2009 that's more or less on, on the average if you take it for the for the full year where we ended up in, in Q1 for 2010. Yeah, but is it a reflection of of what something that you find is is is, is makes sense in your business model or is it more a reflection of signing orders back in the good times and therefore it's higher than what you should be able to expect in the more longer run? No, I mean, there's no doubt that the uh, the, the backlog we execute now on the project side is carrying, uh, is coming out of a healthy backlog. But at the same time, we also made certain adjustments to the overall operating model, uh, headcounts, et cetera, et cetera, in order for us to maintain uh, that level of margin going forward. So there's no reason to think that the gross margin should drop over the next couple of years. No. We free. Okay. Okay. Great. On the uh, cement side, uh, the SGNA costs are, as I mentioned, yes, the the headcount has not gone up. No, but we have been underabsorbing uh, part of the cost for the headcount in the sense that normally you would see some of that being transferred into production costs uh, because they are allocated as resources, uh, direct cost to a product. Whereas um, uh, with the uh, lower uh, activity, the lower execution level in the first quarter, we have utilized these resources for the increasing proposal and, and sales activities 
Um, and therefore, it will turn up as uh, SDA, increasing SDNA costs. And we see this as, as an investment in, in following quarters. Okay. And, and that factor is large enough to sort of explain, you know, such a large increase in, in, the, in the sales and admin costs versus the number of sort of group or, or division employees. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Xan is back online with a question. Uh, hi, and um, I have two follow-up questions. The first one is uh, really how should we look at Q1 cement orders? We understand that 1.1 billion Danish kroner out of it is a, a large uh, service contract there. And so, how should we look at the remaining, uh, let's say, uh, project orders or, or and also custom service orders? And do you, do you think that uh, is there any uh, anything exceptional there, or do you think that going, going forward we should uh, also look at uh, let's say uh, two billion uh, Danish kroner run rate each quarter in cement? And uh, my second question um, is really um, when you talk about uh, uh, the guidance of uh, EBIT margin for high activity periods, uh, 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 ten, between ten and twelve percent EBIT margin. Basically, can you provide a kind of a breakdown of what kind of things we, we look at uh, in cement and what kind of things we look at in minerals? All we understand is the cement margin would be, would be rather uh, stable going forward. So uh, so uh, should we probably be looking at, uh, let's say, 15, 15% EBITDA margin, uh, normalized EBITDA margin in minerals in this uh, so-called high-activity period? Thank you. Um, regarding the... Uh run rate of cement orders, um, uh, it's, it's difficult to, to give you a very uh, um, uh, specific advice here because, uh, yes, as you correctly pointed out, part of the order intake in the first quarter was a, a, a large uh, service order. And, and we can't, of course, expect to see that uh, happening every quarter. Um, and you will have to... Uh, to, you will be seeing a considerable fluctuation uh, on the cement side uh, where there's, there's one stabilizing factor that is the increasing portion of services and thereby smaller uh, orders. This will be stabilizing. On the other hand, uh, the, uh, the fluctuation will come from the fact that um, there are less uh, capital orders, huge projects, uh, this year than we saw in 2008, and therefore it will fluctuate, of course, more from one quarter to the other. So it's difficult for me to give you a very uh, firm uh, guidance on, on the run rate. Um, uh, I think the best guidance I can give you is that, that we will be maintaining our market share, and as I said, we, we expect to see a gradual return from where we are today to the level of 60, 75 million uh, tons per year in a couple of years from now. I think that's as, as close as I can get. On the on the EBIT guidance of 20 to 12 percent uh, ratio for the uh, years uh, for periods with high activity, this is um, uh, it, the result of an uh, evaluation based on. Um, of course, the expected ratio in each of the segments, but also the uh, an expected uh, gradual change in mix where we increase the the service portion of it, sure. service uh, portion of it, uh, which has a um, uh, a higher margin than.
combination, and we haven't disclosed the individual components in this. Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. Christian Nasskrupp from the Jiska Bank is back online with a question. Christian Nasskrupp, just one extra question. Could you please explain the dynamics behind your prepayments from customers? I see they are. Uh, actually, only up slightly, despite your growing uh, order intake, uh, quite nicely growing order intake. Is that due to the O&M contract, or are there any changes here? Uh, it's again a combination of, of uh, different factors. Um, we are uh, we are releasing uh, prepayments, uh, so they are going out of the accounts uh, from the the previous uh, backup. So that's one um, uh, development. The other thing is that uh, now that we see um, order intake uh, increasing, it's very important uh, which uh, mix because um, uh, the, the, the highest uh, prepayments will be on capital orders in cement, uh, probably the second highest in capital orders in minerals, and, and uh, the, the large service orders only pull smaller prepayments because uh, the customers there pay as you go along. Uh, so that's why um, you will not see a dramatic increase in prepayments as if it had been, say, primarily uh, capital orders in cement. Okay, so it is fair to assume that the O&M contract makes a big, uh, uh, has a big effect. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <coughs> Daniel Patterson from SCB and Skilldesk back online with a question. Hi there. Just one uh, follow-up question. Uh, currently, there's about 1.4 billion in, in the net cash position. That's the, the level right now. Assuming no acquisitions, uh, then at what level is F.O. Schmidt too fat? <laughs> uh, well, um, what we can say is that, um, uh, as I mentioned, we are uh, we are uh, planning and preparing potential acquisitions, and until we have sort of uh, exhausted the uh, those possibilities within the, the short term, we will not uh, reconsider uh, our, our cash position. Um, we will uh, return to that, uh, I guess, in about a year from now. All right, thanks. We have no further questions at this time. Thank you for your interest. <laughs>